0: quickly uh we have uh kind of joined this global community now um mm-hmm. but you know half of that of of uh, enhancing that community is being able to understand your own faults you know yeah. and and once you do that you can actually move forward and and be an ally to people and to actually you know uh put forward regulation and put forward um you know legislation legislation that actually helps you know minorities and helps people Mm -hmm. and helps Mm -hmm. you know just you know the whole thing and and it's it's kind of uh just absolutely horrible to me that there are groups of people out there who their whole objective in life is to just (laughs) squish down other people in the game of pursuit of profit which is just i i mean it's it's amazing to see it and and if we look at the past administration that was just uh, a wonderful excerpt on how to do that wonderfully. (laughs) Um, And uh, to me, uh, it was, it all came down in in burning fire and uh, sadly at the expense of uh, the American people. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, I don't know, it's just um, hopefully we can, we can move forward and and get that going in the right direction so like you said tune in next week for the tune in next week next week at the incredibly awful truth where we figure out how to channel channel in all that anger and and not you know do horrible things <laughs> the aapi uh, community looks for a W this episode <laughs> of the incredibly awful truth
1: <laughs> let's
0: let's get the ball rolling let's um amen you, amen to that man yeah absolutely so um i uh i have started the the recording we are we are recording now nice nice we've we've got it rolling here i don't know why i went into a australian accent. you started the australian accent now see now i can't start it i can't start. (laughs) don't blame me for your aussie tendencies oh gosh (laughs) god dang it now the australians hate us Um, i'm so sorry i didn't mean that i'm sorry guys just please send me a koala please I just, I just i just want a personal one just to have him and focus. i'll eat a
1: whole jar of vegemite if you forgive me oh
0: god have you ever had it
1: ever um had I, I i've had it i've had marmite and vegemite and uh it's not the weirdest thing in the world to me <laughs> it's definitely not i think people when they try it for the first time they they do it stupidly <laughs> they uh, do a spoonful or something <laughs> but you're supposed to do like lightly coat like a buttered toast with with like a thin <laughs> layer you know you can't go in like come on man like you, yeah <laughs> that's true that, that's like somebody i think I, th- <laughs> I think maybe people i've never tried live that much but life I, dangerously I, law
0: maybe they want to <laughs> take a spoonful of marmalade or what is it the what is it called the yeast fill it's yeast the right? yeast
1: yeah it's a yeast extract it's something oh
0: yeah yeah <laughs> I, i'm i'm sorry i can't i i i was one of the dummies that that did the spoonful okay oh, you hated it i bet right I, it was yeah bitter and horrible right i oh. know i'm sorry i just <laughs> i just couldn't get into it man I, i'm sorry i i was how so could dumb. you pass ryan <laughs> i have to admit to this? my i have to admit to myself how shitty i am now god yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't ever go to things so full ryan god learn from your mistakes You're right. Other Ryan works.
1: It works in all these different scenarios. See, exactly. (laughs) Nice. There you go.
0: So law, I want to thank you uh, for joining me on the podcast today. Um, Even though you're a giant fan of, of yeast extract, it's okay. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm super happy to be here. Like I said, I, I I, I've been digging the way that you're running this so far. So I've, i am very honored to be asked to, to lend my voice and my mind. <laughs> Thank you. I I appreciate you lending and
0: everything that you have there. It's it's going to be an awesome conversation, and I, I can't wait. And and uh to to kind of kick it off. Uh, how have you been over the past year? I'm, I mean, it's it's been uh, a hell of a ride, man. Yeah. How uh, how how have you been out there in L.A.
1: Um, it's been crazy. I mean, yeah. um, you know, the the pandemic, it, it took me out. I was unemployed for a good chunk of time. And, you know, mm-hmm. as a gig worker, as someone who works off of freelance, right. when when your work starts disappearing, like you, you kind of just like float a little bit. And right. So I was pretty aimless the last year. I won't I won't lie to you. Right. Um, they say when you work freelance that you should always have three sources of income. And when the pandemic hit, all three of those for me got <laughs> tackled down, and so I was just kind of a sitting duck, you know, and right. like um, just kind of like re. Th- it was a year of self-reflection. I'll mm-hmm. say that, and so I, I spent the time like sitting with myself and figuring out where I wanted to go, what I want to do. Um, uh, trying to figure out like the things about me that make me a less functional person in my community. You know what I mean? Like, like I- trying and confronting my shittiness, I guess, is, uh, <laughs> is what we're the theme of today is just but, like confronting the person that I have been or, you know, right. facing the efforts that I, that I put out and, and, and adjusting them and, you know, and planning for oh. a, new in future
0: what, in what ways though i mean like how did you kind of look at yourself at from that that point and you were like oh, yeah. I, I need to kind of you know reevaluate what in what ways did you did you kind of re- reevaluate during that time
1: well you know like uh so i'll say at the beginning of 2020 i was still doing okay you know i was i, I had just met harrison ford for work you know what oh, i mean like i i, I went to day. the mulan premiere like i was doing the junkets i i mm-hmm. met you know i was like i was feeling so hopeful about where my life was going and where my career was was headed Um, uh and i was on camera more which is like ultimately my goal is like i would love to be that guy yeah that has a light show or that you see in a movie you know like i want to act and i want to do all that stuff and and that sounds all well and good but to make those dreams happen i need an income right right and when all of my my work kind of dwindled i was i was sitting at home uh, and I had to, to live with a lot of, you know, like the, the, the bed I made, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. I'm getting out, you know, transitioning out of a relationship, uh, right. like being broke, like familial issues. You just, yeah. it, it all felt like it was stacking on top of me. Um, and there were things about myself that I needed to address, you know, like just like how I had been operating. I found that my superpower in life I think, <laughs> is charisma. I think I'm really good at charming people or diffusing people in conversation.
0: No, I don't know
1: about that. <laughs> but with, but with that comes the caveat of it's so easy to manipulate people for me, mm. and or to like kind of like sway things in in a direction that will fit, suits me. And that yep. was a that was my shittiness. You know what I mean? Like right. I was I was taking advantage of not taking advantage of people completely, but no, yeah, you know. You, you got the power of persuasion and, and someone's like I don't know if I want to work on this and it's like but what if you did <laughs> you know and and, right. and like that that's like the simplest way I can right. say that like I had a lot of self-reflection to do in terms of how I treated people uh, mm-hmm. especially the people who were closest to me um, yeah. and so I I had to adjust and you know I I had to learn how to handle my anger and handle like my me my uh my pride I have such a huge issue with pride and and Mm -hmm. you know i mean i was an only child you know so there's Mm -hmm. like there's all those like underlying things and i'm also like i i'm so set on proving myself to the world that like sometimes you got to just do whatever the fuck you got to do to get there and i and i don't i don't disagree with that but i also think there's a better approach some people can work that way but i think i can do something better you know and so i was working on my empathy this year and I, and i i think that goes um like in terms of my work or doing more of a personal journey obviously but like empathy was the theme you know to to try to uh, be more compassionate um to people around me uh and like what their situations are uh because i lived a pretty sheltered life you know i i i had parents that really, they gave everything that they could for me to have a successful future. Um, and so, you know, I had this kind of like this like chip on my shoulder and I, and so when things got hard I didn't really know how to handle them. Um, and that, and, and so I'm just hoping, you know like the, the end of the year or like coming out of last year my whole, I'm hoping I'm a more empathetic person. I hope I'm more focused on what matters. And I'm better at prioritizing like what I need to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, And so there was like a lot of personal growth there, you know, like personal journey stuff. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily like, I wanted to work so bad mm-hmm. and I wanted to make stuff so bad, but I didn't create a goddamn thing. I like bought an iPad to draw and I only drew on it once. Like depression right. was hitting me so much harder because of the, the lot in life that everyone was given. The pandemic shook the nation and the world. Right. And, mm-hmm you're hearing about people dying, you're hearing about people getting sick, you're wondering if like if your asian friends and family are going to be okay or your black friends and family are going to be okay.
0: Mm-hmm. But, you know, like
1: it it was a really daunting year. And so yeah. coming coming out of that I feel like there there should be more cultural empathy around yeah. around the world. I I hope that's my hope. But with that comes the extremes of people who don't know any better. You right. know, people who attack each other. And so I hope everyone took the last year to do what I did and, and kind of observe what your shittiness was or like, yeah. what, what, you know, like what, what was not yeah. about? 100%. How can, Cause we need to be better functioning members of our communities. Right. And at the end of the day, yeah. we need to, to give back. And I think that's something I was overlooking. Cause I'm, you know, I'm, I want to be successful. I think we all want to be successful, but Absolutely. there there's always room for community and empathy and that's something oh, yeah. that i kind of like you know i was so laser focused on doing well that sometimes those are the things that i um i compromised and i have yeah. some not necessarily regrets but i think i i think i'm learning from it i hope i'm learning yeah. from it. I,
0: I think you you made a lot of uh, great points there with especially the uh, the the manipulation part Uh, That to me is one of the most interesting uh, aspects, um, especially coming from somebody that is, um, you know, like in the field of media as well, because I Mm -hmm. feel like in today's uh, wonderfully modern media landscape, uh, we have these tools that are accessible to us that generations before didn't have, right? Mm -hmm. And, and you look at social media, you look at uh, the way that um, technology has become more accessible to those, um, especially within the field of media, like, for example, microphones or uh, mm-hmm. phones or, you know, uh, you know, your, your iPhone 12 basically has a better camera on it than what yeah, they shot we've, like. We've got HD cameras in you know? our pockets.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, nuts. It's, it's, it's,
0: they shoot in 4K, for God's sakes. It, it's it's yeah. insane. Um, you could do a whole David Attenborough, like, documentary on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um just going to vaughns um but the uh the interesting thing is that you know we have this great influx of technology um that has really affected our way of of you know broadcasting ourselves, mm-hmm. and I feel like one thing um that that you mentioned is that the idea of of promoting yourself is you know you know it's it's never you know going it's never really a bad thing because you're, you're pursuing your dream. You know, you're pursuing what you yes. want to do. You're pursuing, you know, um, being in media, but in some ways it, it's kind of easy to manipulate a perception, you know, and it's easy to, to manipulate a, uh, a feeling, uh, you know, of yourself on these platforms. And I think that was one of the things that, that I kind of learned, um, uh, last year, like through self-reflection as well Is like, what, like, what am I, putting on here you know like yeah like like, who am i who am i to these people yeah right you know am (laughs) i somebody that's actually like you know a decent human being and doesn't like party every (laughs) night and it's like Mm -hmm. you know like and and how do people see that of me and you know there's there's this whole thing that that people i feel like you know our age kind of fall into it's like this this idea of like showing yourself and it's not always bad you know it's like sometimes Mm. you want you want to share your accomplishments you want to share what you're doing you know it's it's not and sometimes yeah. those are really awesome things, you know, that you want to, you want to put out there. But mm-hmm. the idea is that there's, there's a lack of literacy within people um, uh, and, and the perception that they're putting out there of themselves uh, on these platforms and mm-hmm. people find ways to uh, manipulate through that. So I, I don't know. I think it's interesting that you mentioned that, that um, when you're in this kind of mindset of just getting started, you're just kind of getting things, you know, rolling, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you find any way to kind of get that going. And and in the pursuit of a dream, which is always justified, but sometimes it's, it's important to reflect back and be like, well, am I actually doing this for, you know, what, what, what are my motives? You know, like, what yeah, am I right. doing this for, you know? And I feel like we're being that, you know, people out there are genuinely good people. It's never really in the pursuit of like, oh, I'm doing this because I'm like this, or I'm like that. It's more of just like, it's it's kind of like peer pressure almost it's like the 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 mm-hmm. the design of these these social websites and these the design of these of these platforms is built to show people i am i'm the person you know look at me like, look at me look, yeah yeah look yeah. at me i'm this i'm that and and i think that's <laughs> that's that's ethically you know i don't know to me it's kind of ethically wrong from these sites that right, they right. do this and um it's just kind of weird that we live in a time that uh, people can just do it so easily, but then again, at the same time, you can create opportunities for yourself. You know, out of nothing. You know, which is also yeah. incredibly empowering. And yeah. I don't know. It's it's a very it's a very weird time for that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I took a break from social media. It was kind of like a shame to go on there, and you know, yeah. just everything I was going going through, and like, you know, uh, whatever personal. T- hurdles i was going through at the time i just didn't feel like posting and i took some time off of instagram i would tweet every now and then and you know i found a place in twitter because i i like it now you know it's, it's, i get right. it a little bit more uh, but even tiktok i like would get on there and get annoyed um and because i was just like yeah. i don't this is not doing it for me and i, I think i found like a much better balance of like posting and interacting and not getting sucked up um but my big thing right. this year is to create because last year i didn't you know hmm. so yeah so for me if it means making a shitty little tiktok that i think is funny i'm gonna make it or if yeah. it's like writing something down like you know part of my my therapy for myself is i've been writing music you know i've been writing oh, songs wow. like lyrics just based on what i'm thinking about and it's mm-hmm. it's it's almost like i don't know it's almost like i'm re it's like a new renaissance, you know, for me, it's like <laughs> my own personal renaissance where I'm like, I'm just like, well, let me just try it. Let me just do this. You know, let like, just, let me just go <laughs> for it. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it, it took, but it, it it didn't come easy. I had a really hard year, and like I, you know, mm-hmm. I I was back home for a few months, and and then we had to put my one of our family dogs down, and it's just like oh, all of these man. horrible, horrible things that, oh. you know, it's just like it, it was a hard year, and like yeah. it, obviously it could have been worse, mm-hmm. but I put there's a lot more perspective. I think I have a lot more perspective on what I can do in situations and what I can control and I think that's been something that I've denied myself just being like you could do it all do it all like (laughs) as you've learned and as anyone who goes into production will learn it's like you can't I mean sure you can but wouldn't it be better if you didn't have to you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> wouldn't it be better instead of making that stop motion sequence for your feature film? What if you got a real <laughs> animator? You know what I mean? Or like, like, instead of learning all these stunts, why don't you just get a good right. stunt guy? Right. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. it's like, oh, you're a shitty writer? Get a writer. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and there's yeah. these things, it sounds so simple, right? But like when you're right. in it and you're trying, especially if you're a content creator, especially if you're trying to make YouTube, you're probably used to doing it alone unless you have a crew. And, right. and it's hard to relinquish for me, I'm, like I said, I had a pride issue. I mm-hmm. I still have a pride issue. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah, you know, how, how much it's changed. I'm still right. gonna have those moments where I'm like, well, yeah, I'm right, and you're wrong. And I right. can't, I can't doubt that. That's just who I am as a person. I'm trying mm-hmm. to be better at it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, you just kind of have to ride these waves and and admit to yourself when you need the help. And that's something that mm-hmm. I denied. It's just like, I don't need anybody. I thought I could be like Robert Rodriguez, you know, scores <laughs> his own music, uh, like edits his own thing. He shoots it, he directs, you know? Yeah. But Robert yeah. Rodriguez is Robert Rodriguez and I'm still yeah. learning to be me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it, yeah. it's hard, no, it's hard.
0: A hundred percent. I think it's very... Uh, common for um people in in the younger demographics to to idolize uh people's work ethics that's put up that's brought to us by media you know? yeah like you know because like we see the, and i'm not saying i'm not you know demoting people's work ethics i mean obviously you know robert Rodriguez or guillermo del toro or you know even you know i couldn't entertain you know all these different people out those there little names so, yeah, those yeah yeah those you know indie people. filmmakers <laughs> yeah they're, they're just getting started um it, it's like <laughs> I feel like their uh, their work ethic is put in a way towards people that we we tend to glorify like the the idea of like the 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 artist savant that that wanders the earth and is like Mm -hmm. oh well i i'm the only one that does this and i'm that when in (laughs) reality there's teams and teams of people around these these people and they work together and they you know it's it's a large process that goes through but the the idea of the the one you know the chosen one is is Mm -hmm. out there and it's very easy for people rh to you know beat themselves into the ground make horrible decisions for themselves Mm -hmm. based off of what this one person you know is doing or and and it's not it's not just one person doing it and you know and and i don't know to me i feel like people uh kind of just fall victim to that and then they don't quite understand that it's easier to to collaborate instead and and make better art or make better um I just look back on like me doing like coffee runs for everybody and like mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. And dude, I didn't even know. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I was raised by two pretty big boomers. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, I mean like hardcore. And I mean like the thing where like, I tell my dad like, Hey, can you like just screenshot that? And like, you know, like text me like whatever, like what you want. He's like, I, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't, I can't do that at all. Um, That's And funny. I'm like, wow. Like I, this, this man has, uh, you know, a, a graduate degree in sociology and he can't even send me a screenshot. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what the heck? And, you know, I just sit there and I, I think about like my experience, like at that point and and who I was when I was out mm-hmm. there. And I was thinking about like when I'd make like orders and stuff like that for everybody. And I'd be like, I don't even know. You know, like my literacy yeah. on technology is horrible and I'm in LA <laughs> and they're so nice. Like, I feel, I just want to get them burgers and like we'll just hang out and like, this will be it. And but you guys were, were so kind and welcoming and, and I, I just really appreciate it, man.
1: Yeah, man. It, of course. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you had a good time and you know that it kind of embodies your, your experience with that kind of embodies kind of like how I've approached every mm-hmm. job I've ever had is that, they throw you into the fire and you learn, you know, you learn how to yeah. become fireproof and, yep. and, and there's probably a better analogy out there. I just not. <laughs> yeah. it was, Where's uh, Harris? We need Harris. We need Harrison yeah. Ford to come through and give us an analogy. <laughs> Listen, kid, um, uh, <laughs> nature, um <laughs> That was my conversation with Harrison Ford. By the way, is he, t- he talked to me about climate change, and I was just like watching, like this old man stare into my soul, being like, <laughs> Ooh, "We don't need. Uh, nature doesn't need us. We need nature." And I was like, "Yes, Mister Ford." It. Yes, yes Mr. and then so- you both started well.
0: levitating out of the chairs, and like... okie
1: dokie Doctor Jones, and we just floated <laughs> up into space. <laughs> he cracks um, the whip. But yeah, dude, oh, it, it it it's all about. I think just going into the situation
0: mm-hmm. with
1: with like you gotta be. I said fire earlier, but you gotta be water, right? Like you gotta yeah. be able to to change with with the the tide. You gotta be able to 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 go with you know any kind of like unexpected turn. You gotta right. approach. As if you were prepared for it, and um, that—that's what readied me out in this industry, man. It's just like doing jobs and like and 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 failing (laughs) and failing, like or like misstepping or like you know you learn terms on the fly. You 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 create projects that don't release because you realize how crap it is. You know, like there's all these like little little lessons that you learn, but like you you gain the experiences. and so Absolutely. like, I'm so, it's, it's always so nice when people tell me like, I love what you're doing and, oh, because yeah. to me, I don't really get, I don't really celebrate the victories outside of like a poster, like getting to talk mm-hmm. to with my close friends, because I almost feel like I need to be doing more, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm always on the lookout for more. Um, and I'm always on the lookout to like, to, to work on something, especially if it's creative. Um, right. But I've been super lucky to, like, all of the opportunities that I did have have led me to a pretty sweet situation. <laughs> uh, I got to meet The Rock, which is pretty fucking cool. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: I, yeah, oh, dude, 100%. I always I always thought it was, you know, fun to, you know, like, I, I would, you know, see, like, her posts and stuff like that. And I'd be like... Oh, well, that's cool. He's just, he's just chilling with the rock. Like he's just just, hanging out with the he's, rock. And just, yeah. ah, Hey, hey, buddy, let's, how's, how's your, how are the kids? You know, how's, yeah. how's life? How's the tequila business going? So um, good. Did you, I don't know if you saw this recently. Did you see the, the TikTok video of like the rock, like downing like a whole bottle yeah. of tequila? Okay. Uh, we've been in, we've been in production long enough. Was that, do you think that's water? Or do you think that like you met him? Do you think that that was actually.
1: I think almost, I'm, I'm almost certain it was actually his tequila <laughs> oh and, and i and i say this because that tequila is that tequila is smooth as hell oh okay. uh, all right <laughs> i was like when they gave out flutes of like whatever tequila to take shots because it, it was for the jumanji uh press junket and so yeah. he was out mm-hmm. there being like you know we just want to celebrate here's my <laughs> terramon tequila thank you guys so much <laughs> and like i drank it and i drank another and i drank another because it was like nothing <laughs> and so the yeah. size of the rock Maybe it could be water, but okay. Like, I I want to believe in the legend that is Dwayne Johnson forever. So let's, I'm gonna say it was tequila. <laughs>
0: let's believe in the legend, baby, because he was. Uh, I'm tell- If that was me, I would have vomited everywhere. <laughs> yeah, for real. For I would have been have to. I'd have to be taken to the hospital at that point. It's like, oh, what happened? Oh, he drank a whole bottle of tequila in a TikTok video. Really? Yeah. Wow. And
1: then and then he puts
0: it down. He's like, ha, ha, ha. have a good one, guys. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'm gonna go drive now. Like- yeah. <laughs> Is this like man nothing. this is jesus like what's going on here <laughs> no but you know you've you've had the chance to um interact with a lot of um really i mean i just take it you just take a look at your instagram for a second uh <laughs> y- you know you've had the chance to uh, interview a lot of cool people how do Absolutely. you um how have you uh how do you prepare for an interview mm-hmm. like that for for all the young journalist people out there that ha- might have the chance to do this one day in entertainment uh, journalism how do you
1: prepare hey young journalists my name's law <laughs> um, perfect excellent start you know um, I, so I really fell into this you know mm-hmm. like I, uh, I I worked for a company that just happened to do red carpet uh, coverage for, mm-hmm. for the theater chains and stuff like that and so mm-hmm. uh, I fell into it because those those companies you know AMC theaters Cinemark, whatever it might have been they they liked the work that I did. Uh, and so I'm very lucky to have like just fallen into this because I know people go to school for it and like yeah really like this is their ultimate goal and I just get to <laughs> hang out with these people you know I feel like right. I'm just getting getting an opportunity to talk to someone really cool whereas you know it is my job and, and right and so in in order to prepare for it, there's there I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the the show Hot ones um, yes. with Sean Evans. key mm-hmm. to me is, the him and his research department are the epitome of like interview perfection to me because they, they, they find questions mm-hmm. that not only resonate with the, the guests, but also reveal a lot about them. You know what I mean? Like that, like it gives yeah. them, me insight to the, who the celebrity is. And, and I, I love watching his stuff. And so like, I, I want to be a lot Mm -hmm. like him when I'm in an interview, I want to create Mm -hmm. a rapport. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to prepare for it, dude, I do as much research as I possibly can on each person that I'm talking to. And I try to sprinkle in those moments into the questions that I have to, but you know, working for the companies that I do, you have to ask uh, questions that will sell the movie. Right. Right. And so for, so the challenge and kind of the fun for me is to, to, find a way to mix those, you know, mm-hmm. like where, how can I get you to tell me to watch this movie, but also reveal a little bit about yourself? You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, and so I do a lot of research and it's a lot of Googling. It's a lot mm-hmm. of uh, social media stalking and like writing down things. I take a lot of notes and mm-hmm. I and, uh, you know, if it's a if it's a show or a movie that's like an exciting brand, like a Marvel thing, I'll try to like have like a piece of flair on my suit or like, <laughs> you know, like something to diffuse them. And it always yeah. helps. I feel like it always helps. Like I met Ewan McGregor for Dr. Sleep and I had this Jack Nicholson, a uh, frozen Jack Nicholson pin. And, <laughs> and then and I sit down and he's like, oh, I like your hair. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. He's like Oh, my God, I like your badge. You know, <laughs> it was you and McGregor that was like talking to me, not the right. other way around. So I was like, "Oh, okay, so this works." <laughs> just it's like, kidding. "Oh, cool, I, I did it." <laughs> but it, it's always like a nice like yeah. opener to like to just like I don't know because they, they, you know they're celebrities at the end of the day, and here right. the things that I know about them is that one, they don't want to think too hard about the questions that they're getting asked, especially right. not in a junket day. You you want right. to ask some like a softball enough that they can just answer, right? Right. And then and then two, they're people.
0: And right. that's something
1: that like people, you know, like yeah, they're it's it's awesome and they're so cool and they're they're part of your favorite things. But like, I right. worked at an Apple store in Beverly Hills when I moved to LA. Wow! And I was just always around celebrities, and I wow. always I didn't know I, that. Yeah, I worked there. You know, I worked at Apple for like five years total. Wow!
0: wow.
1: Until I got yeah.
0: fired,
1: <laughs> but it's all good. After I got fired, my my career yeah. career like really started to shape, and so it was like almost yeah. like a blessing but you know, like my first day work, I saw Akon and I was like, Oh my God, Akon. Mm-hmm. And all my coworkers was like, yeah, he comes in a lot. <laughs> like <laughs> and just like Stevie wonder one time needed to learn how to text on his iPhone with like our accessibility <laughs> stuff. And I got to help. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Like, and so I have this, like, I have all these like cool, like celebrity cameo stories in my life where I'm just like, ah, I got to meet celebrities. And then now it's my yeah. job to, to talk to them, like straight up to like go into a room and talk to them. I, uh, i I, wow. I think i only got there is because i don't freak out <laughs> i don't like freak out how i want to you right. know like, you, yeah. like not for one second was i sitting with harrison ford not thinking like oh my god you're indiana jones you're <laughs> han fucking solo you know and he's just and i i i treasure those moments but i freak out when i get home you know what oh, i mean like yeah I, and so that's, that's ha- so important too. It's just like, don't be weird, man. Yeah, don't be weird.
0: Just, just keep it easy. Just keep it easy right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's so true. Um, I think that that's just half the battle. I mean, just being able to like. It's like meeting somebody like that. I like to relate it back to like getting hit by a wave. You know, like mm. you get hit by a wave of like who this person is, and you're like, oh, oh, Hansel, oh God. And <laughs> and if you and if you like you you if you if you keep that in your body as long as you can, <laughs> and, and you ne- and you never show it that you just got hit by that wave. Yeah. Um. You're you're gonna you're and and here's the funny thing, the celebrities know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know? dude like they like, smell they, it on you they smell it <laughs> they know they, they're like yeah i am han solo you know and like <laughs> it, it but like in that moment it's a beautiful thing because you both like you both understand that this this relationship that we're having mm-hmm. in this pressure in this second and uh, in this in this weird world where I'm supposed to talk to you about this and look totally normal and yeah. let's do it. And, and, and through that mutual connection um, and after being hit by the wave and after it settles, you, you just kind of understand that that they're just people we're just mm-hmm. there to, to relax i'm just going to ask them a question and then that's it you know and exactly. and once you open up to that they kind of open up to you because you both have that mutual understanding of what's yeah, going on it's a, it's a comfort
1: level it's like a, it's a mutual respect it's a mutual professionalism it's a mutual like just like you're both there to have the the smoothest time possible <laughs> exactly. whatever that looks like just be exactly. water don't be weird it- Exactly. Just be water, don't be man. Just don't be.
0: Don't show any shittiness right now. Yeah, man.
1: So- but I, I I, won't lie to you, though. It's like it's a it's a competitive field. Like when I'm out on oh, the red yeah. carpet, sometimes it's elbows out, homie. It's just like it's just like <laughs> this guy's in my spot and you're like Post sticking up. mics in like these like these celebrities faces and you're like what does it mean to you what does it mean to you be part of this legacy." <laughs> and you're just like oh my god like and so uh, to be at the point in my career where they're just like invite me into a room to sit down and they're like just ask them the questions you got four minutes <laughs> just, yeah. like, thank god right <laughs> and now it's all zoom yeah, got... it's all zoom interviews oh, cool so. so it's like it's a whole other i saw that that was of, for like, the uh confusion yeah mortal kombat yeah did Mm -hmm. godzilla versus kong we did uh happily some documentaries yeah it's been it's been an interesting it's been an interesting press run these days just because zoom interviewing is so different from in-person interviewing like you don't really get to connect with the person unless you have like a monitor direct like 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 set up in a way you know you're talking to a lens you know and it's (laughs) almost like an audio only interview and it's it's very interesting um and it's a you know it's just the how the world's changed. I'm truthfully I cannot wait for the day that we get to go back to screenings <laughs> and like I miss movie theaters so much. And oh, even though yeah. I'm vaccinated now, I'm like I'm still gonna I'm still gonna be very cautious about where I go. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but, I- but yeah, I can't wait till everything's in person again because there uh, there was something so special about like that connection and like mm-hmm. and you know like I we've talked about. Harrison Ford a bunch but my favorite moment in that interview wasn't even the interview It was before the interview started and they're mm. like oh give me one second Lawrence and they they, you know I was in the room with him and they handed him a MacBook Air and he's like I'll get the uh, sashimi and uh, <laughs> some nice shishito peppers and maybe a nice Japanese beer and I was just, like, shaking in my boots because, like, I just heard Harrison Ford art sushi. This is the best day of my life. You know what I mean? And it was, like, little those little moments I don't yeah. get to, like, have anymore, which is... But I get to share that with people and just be like right. oh yeah Kevin Hart almost shit his pants in my interview <laughs> like that was that was a whole other fucking thing you know like I get to have these really <laughs> cool stories so I'm I'm so grateful <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely I, it's just it's so funny like like what we kind of talked about earlier just like being able to see the humanity you know because like we yeah we, we you know like because I think I think you know weirdly enough uh, like the zoom calls have also shown that because you know you get like an inside look of like someone's house you know it's like like, and like suddenly people have to care about like what their background looks like in their eyes. That, that was never <laughs> yeah. a thing, you know yeah and it's it's kind of the same thing like with celebrities or like same thing with like i mean like just the way that media has shifted now like these you know you'll get on a zoom call and like someone's cat will just pop up and it's like ah oh, like <laughs> well everyone's human like you know yeah they, there's <laughs> their their towel that they showered with this morning is just hanging there like you know like it's just like yeah. it's just weird you know and and to me it's it's uh it's it's definitely interesting to see how that's kind of created this more I don't know it's more of like a community now community like yeah. everybody just kind of like understands who they are and 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 what they are and there's not really this like I mean like you never really get to see those those on-air moments where like somebody like you know Kevin Hart's got a you know take a shit you know like yeah gotta go, you know yeah. like like th- like they're not going to show that but like now it's you know you might see that you know like that might happen and i think yeah. it's kind of a it's it's better for for showing this this kind of community uh at least within just our our everyday lives but yeah. so so looking you know at at your journey um into journalism or into entertainment journalism um what where did this kind of like start for you like like i i saw on your instagram um i did a little instagram stalking don't hate me i did a little research man i had to i had to figure out who
1: i can't tell you that's what i do and then give you shit for doing it about me (laughs) (laughs) right law i told you how dare you look at my public profile
0: (laughs) (laughs) how dare you figure me out that i put out there there's a lot of Um, weird shit
1: on there i wonder what you're going to talk about (laughs)
0: it was horrible i'm sorry i'm joking no uh um but i uh i went on there and i saw um you you had a 10 year uh like 10 years ago post or something like that like or post yourself 10 years from now or 10 Mm -hmm. years before and um you started for like where did this kind of start for you um in in uh, entertainment journalism oh
1: man uh i think you could trace it back my interest in it uh, mm-hmm. to the G4 TV days. If, you, if you're if you familiar with that era of television. Um, yeah, very kind of Yeah, they had a show mm-hmm. called like Attack of the Show. They had X-Play. And when I was, I went to one of my first conventions in 2007 uh, mm-hmm. when, in the WonderCon in, um, in San Francisco. And there was a G4 booth. I got really excited. I met some people, you know. And then the next mm-hmm. year at the same WonderCon, I was told about a contest uh, about Mm. being a correspondent on the channel and uh, Deb, she was a senior marketing director. She really liked me. Mm. I don't know what it was. I was just such a fan of the show and stuff that she was just like, you should try out for this contest. And I did it. And my, all my homies helped out and I won, but then they found out I was only 19 at the time. Um, (laughs) So they couldn't give it to me. Uh, So I couldn't be on TV legally. Uh, But that kind of started this relationship with, that industry for me um
0: mm.
1: almost like a love for that kind of like being at Comic-Con or being at E3 and like soaking in all of that that atmosphere i love conventions i miss them so much i miss the community i miss people mm. in cosplay running around you know like it's yeah uh, and so when it came down to me doing my own shit i was interviewing were strangers every uh, like every convention and I was dancing with them and and having fun with them making like s- stupid questions like anywhere from like Bang Mary Kill to to like yeah, Truth yeah. or Dare you know what I mean like right, right, right. it was just a fun time but what it, what it really was was that I was building my skill set right I was getting right. better at interviewing viewing on the fly I was getting better at editing I was getting better at like approaching right. strangers you're um, becoming fireproof Yeah and so there was yeah, fireproof exactly yeah. um and then watch her, a...
0: but be fireproof.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but through the networking and my girlfriend at the time, like they, they were, there was this company called Super News Live, which was an offshoot of moviepilot.com back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so I just was getting, you know, like I got a job there because of just like good word of mouth and they liked my stuff. And it was really there that, you know, I started producing a live show every day for, for, you know, every, every week that was our job was producing live content um wow. and so i felt like i was living that g4 life you know what i mean like i was mm-hmm, a producer yeah. i was making a show for um the voice of beast boy and like he had pete wentz show up on the show once and i was just like wow. what is my life you know like it was yeah. just kind of the, a taste <laughs> of where it was going and like right you you get like press emails that just feel like out of this world like i mean, one time this Evan Peters had a movie coming out and they're like, Mm -hmm. do you want to interview him? Do you have any concepts? And I was like, I want to make a laser grid and, and see if we can like steal a diamond together. You know, like, like, like a fake, like, cause it was all, the movie was on a bank heist. And, and, right. and those, those are the things I was just like, I never thought I would be able to pitch this bullshit. You know, like but someone was <laughs> listening to me, whether or not it happened, someone was listening to my right. crazy ideas. So it was, right. it was, it wasn't necessarily just entertainment journalism. It was just producing and being yeah. a, like, I wanted to make shows, man. And I wanted to be in shows. I wanted to put myself in front of the camera. I wanted to do mm. Buzzfeed shit too. You know, like I wanted to yeah. do the quick, the quick bite-sized content, but I also wanted to to do more, and yep. um and like I said through Super News Live, I got a lot of connections, like AMC, uh theaters. I, I made some really good connections there, and they they hired me to do the celebrity junkets, man. And as mm-hmm. as Super News Live dwindled and fell away, I still was able to carry on. You know whether that was editing gotcha. work. Um, there's a lot of what I will say to anyone trying to make it in the entertainment industry is if you are too good for grunt work, you don't belong here. (laughs) You got to do the grunt work. And like, you can be like Mr. High and mighty. Like, Oh, my Mm -hmm. father's a producer. And it's like, cool. You do your shitty horror movie. I'm going to keep grinding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you're too good for grunt work, then it's just not, it's not going to go well for you. And I'm not, I'm not above that work and I uh, to this day I still have jobs where I'm just like, well, I'm not getting paid that much and I hate this kind of work, but you got to make the money, you yep. got to make an impression and it's only going to lead to better things. So Exactly. It, you can have a passion project and everyone has them, you know, out here, but mm-hmm. getting to that point means a lot of sacrifice and it means a lot of hustling. And yeah. I love Los Angeles for the hustle. I mm-hmm. love the energy that's here. I love yeah. that when I talk to someone, they're telling me all the stuff that they're doing and, and, and you compare yourself and which is a caveat sometimes, but you compare mm-hmm. yourself and you're saying, what am I doing right now? Cause right. I can talk shit about this guy who made a short film. I don't like, but he made mm-hmm. that damn short film. And yes. I, what am I doing? I'm chilling in my room. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like I'm playing Fortnite, like <laughs> I'm, I'm minecrafting. Like Here what I am, am I doing? Yeah. 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 And so you got to do the grunt work. You got to, you, you got to make those sacrifices. And, and so if anyone is wondering how to break in, sometimes it's just proving your fucking workhorse yeah. <laughs> and proving that you're passionate and that you're a workhorse and that you can get shit done because if, cause at the end of the day, the product, what you make together, that's the goal. Right. right. Uh, and, and whatever lessons you learn along the way are, those are your little, you know little nuggets of nuggets yeah. of knowledge that you get to keep nuggets with you nuggets
0: of knowledge yeah. exactly anybody out there um you got to be ready to go like when
1: you're yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like I mean you, and- you felt it firsthand you got to eat oh you're like this is going to be fun and then it was you did not sleep you didn't <laughs> stop dude it was constant and like every morning dude. we would meet up and we would be tired and that's every set everyone's looking at yes. each other with the bags under their eyes and being like <laughs> what if we got makeup hair and makeup wouldn't that be cool <laughs> <laughs> you know i would love to sit down it. and look pretty that'd be cool you know <laughs> can i do that can i
0: order s- sashimi and just like sit dude down that's part look- of my job now
1: it, it can happen <laughs> it can happen it's <laughs> part of my go. job to sit in a makeup chair it's great there <laughs> you go it, it's,
0: it's it's totally possible you just got to put the work you know you gotta yeah. you gotta and, and you gotta you know and i think there's times where i think there is definitely um a period in which you, uh, you know, anybody entering the field of of anything in media now, because it's such a broad t- term now. Media, yeah. you know, it could be film, mm-hmm. journalism, blah blah blah. YouTube, also, even YouTube, TikTok, even yeah. TikTok, you know, all this different stuff. And people need to understand that the the more that you 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 know uh, put yourself out there and you and you create work and you keep producing things. Um, you will you will find success in it, but you got to just do the work, you know, you got, you have to be there and you have to admit to yourself that it's not going to be perfect. You know, I, I, this is episode nine of this podcast and like, you know, I can, like, there's already been, you know, things where it's improving, you know, like I, I can already see it, but you have to keep doing it in order to, you know, keep the, you know, the the um the producing side of it going to create better mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. you have to reflect on it and if you just go out there and just say you know well, I've, everything i do is going to be the best and i'm putting it out there and i this is me blah blah it's mm-hmm. you know it, it, people can sense that and people can, yeah. can feel it very easily and um it's
1: not i don't know it, it's, it's it's not the move man it's not good it's not the move
0: not the it move. never is not the move. but yeah
1: there's there's one of my mottos in life is uh be undeniable And Mm -hmm. like and and that and I try to do that in every aspect of my life. And obviously I fail. I'm a human. I have a lot of like have to personality things that I need to work through. But when it comes to work, if you can prove that you could do every aspect of this job, then prove it. You know what I mean? Like show them that you're an asset and not gonna be a liability. And so that's why you know you get to see the cool Instagram posts where I'm sitting down with a celebrity, but what no one talks about are the corporate editing jobs i have to do or like you know or like the you know whatever bullshit pitches that are being done behind the scenes or like whatever you know writing content that maybe is not exciting you know you don't see all that but it's like we talked about earlier it's like what how do you want to be perceived and i think there's Mm -hmm. a fine line of being proud and like in, yeah, in your success and and being a braggart or being yeah. you know like an asshole about it
0: yeah <laughs> like like they're, they're, it's, it's definitely out there and, and you have to I don't know it's, it's definitely something that I don't know you have to come ever you have to come out from a sense of genuality you know you have yeah. to be um you know truly uh in love with what you work like
1: you have got you to gotta be passionate be, you have to be passionate
0: you, if have you don't to be- have that. What
1: else is gonna happen? Nothing.
0: Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. It's not. It's not gonna work. And I think another thing is like, you have to. You have to think about your art. Or you have to think about your your creative side in the sense that like, if I were to show this to no one, would I still want to do this? You know, mm-hmm. like I. I think that that's a, a really important aspect of it, and I think a lot of people. Like, I mean, yeah, you have to show like, obviously today, like we have these platforms to put it out there, but like, if you really want to create something that you're proud of and something that you, you know, you can look back on and it's like, you know, when you take like a picture for yourself, you ever do that? Like, you'll like, you'll just take like a picture of like, like, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a, like a, I don't know, one of those little film cameras or something like that. And then you just go out yeah. and you take a picture and that film can't be put. I mean, it, I'm sure it could be digitized, but like, you know, like it, you just take it and then you put it in like your closet and it's just, there, yeah. you know, and that to me is like kind of the truest sense of creativity. Cause like, you're, you're doing it like kind of for you. And, mm-hmm. and if, if it's genuine enough, you'll be able to find an audience for it and, and build a community that is worth it. Um, absolutely. And, uh, and, and I, I, I say that with, you know, you know, experience that, like you said, you know, you're like, we're human. Like I've made mistakes as well, you know, in that and in, in creating things that are just like, oh, well, I'm doing this because I like, might like, dude, after I got back from LA, I was like, just doing things like left and right to be like, I'm this person. And I mm-hmm, just got mm-hmm. back. I just did coffee runs in LA. Get out of my way. You know, like, it's just like, like, you know, just, just that kid. And uh, I wore a fucking headband for some reason. Like, I like, if you look back, like, it's so dumb, like what I was
1: doing. And you know, <laughs> I you wear know. headbands. It's I'll, I I like headbands. Just okay, all right. All right. <laughs> you no need, law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bandanas, but but but, we but, we can but wear. that's the wave, though, right? That's, isn't that isn't That's the energy that like will propel you once you start working, working. Yeah. Because because that that's the wave. Like like yeah. you you're you're riding it, and and you mm-hmm. went back to Vegas with this sense of like yes, like a fire was in you, right? And yeah. Like, and there's, what do you, like you you kind of have to embrace those moments because this is when you're gonna create the best, and right. you might look back and be like, what the fuck was I doing? But <laughs> I bet you wouldn't trade that that era for anything nope. because nope. you know, like yep. it was so such a big part of how where you're where you are now. Exactly. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it all it all matters. It all matters.
0: Absolutely. So what would you, uh, looking back now, you know, after, you know, the, the sushi order with Harrison Ford and, and, <laughs> and and G4 and, and everything that we've kind of discussed, um, mm-hmm. what would you go, if you were to go 10 back, 10 years back, what would you go tell yourself?
1: Oh man. <laughs> oh man.
0: Come on. 10 years I back.
1: Yeah. I would tell myself to get to Los Angeles sooner if possible. Interesting. I would. I would tell myself that all the insecurities that I was feeling about not being able to make it Mm -hmm. would, would only, would only melt away in the right environment. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and that, you know, I had a, you know, even taking into account the, the ex I was with at the time, you know, Mm -hmm. like the things that I was prioritizing in my life were not in the long run going to be who I am now. White. And I, if I can go back, I would say, get the fuck out of San Jose as soon yeah. as you can. <laughs> I would have said that because I, you know, I grew up with both immigrant parents and this mm-hmm. kind of traditional house. My mom's Filipino. My dad's Indian. Mm-hmm. Living at home is not a big deal. They, in fact, they want you there. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, they, they want yep. you to, to stay home. Um, mm-hmm. But it was stifling me. It was stifling mm-hmm. my creativity. And I had, you know, friends uh, that I went to college with, but like, i felt like even they didn't believe that i could act sometimes you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i felt like they weren't trusting my vision sometimes and it's Mm -hmm. nothing against them and it's also everything against me maybe i wasn't proving myself maybe i was too flaky maybe i wasn't doing enough for myself who knows Mm -hmm. but if i if i left that area i think i would have benefited from less people telling me that my dreams were stupid and there's a robert danny jr quote that i can't quote verbatim but it's something along the lines of like smile nod and do whatever the fuck you were going to do anyway <laughs> uh, and that that changed yeah. you know that was my my mm-hmm. whole thought process of getting out of there is because people would always tell me it's like oh you want to do th- that stuff you want to act well you should also have a backup and i was like maybe you should go to school again It was just these things that were casting doubt in my mind for something that I know now I'm very capable of doing. Anyone who's trying to get into the entertainment industry, I'm not telling you to move to LA because there's a lot Mm -hmm. of us here. But what I will say Mm -hmm. is that if you want a job in the entertainment industry, if you're willing to do the grunt work, you will find a path here. There's so much, so much work to be done. There's so many positions to be filled. You just got to figure out what works for you. So right. when I was around, right. you know, San Jose is not even a small town. No, you know, it's, I wasn't it. Yeah. 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 But over there, like the goal was Silicon Valley boys. You know, you want right. to get like a good tech job. But for me, that was never the job. If I stayed at Apple, I probably could have, you know, done management or, or gone to corporate Apple or something because, mm-hmm. that, you know, they feed you in sometimes. But at the end of the day, I wasn't going to be happy. And I was happiest when I was making stuff. And when I moved to LA, it was the energy, man. As soon as I hit that stride and I started feeling the energy of other people telling me like, you got to do stuff, then I, I I was so much better off. So if I could go back, I would say work harder and get there sooner because my life really, really, really did begin when I like, not that I didn't have a good life, but it, my career rather really began out here. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, I, yeah, I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I, uh, there, there was another, um, uh, uh, person that I had on the podcast named Savannah and she kind of said the same thing, actually. Mm-hmm. She said, um, when I asked her that question, she said, you know, I would just, I would have, I would have just surrendered and just come out here earlier. You know, <laughs> it's just, we have these, you know, we have these, um, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a hard struggle, you know, to, to, to admit to yourself, like, you know what, I need to go do this or, or maybe I, you know, it's, it's not because it's not for everyone, you know, yeah. like that, that idea of, of going out there, but for some people, you know, to, to go out there and, and, you know, pursue it and be in that, in that community and in the environment where that kind of struggle melts away, it's, it's truly important to uh, go do it, you yeah. know, um, if you feel it. And, you know, for, for some people it's, you know, it's, it's a different route and yeah, I don't know, it, It's in, but it's interesting though, to see the, the, the common theme that has, has kind of come through this is that people feel when you, when you go and you do it, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're throwing yourself into the fire. There was a director that I, uh, I've watched, um, on this YouTube channel. Um, mm-hmm. great point where he said, no, as a, as like an independent filmmaker, if you were to stay, like, you know, like if you stayed in San Jose or like, you know, if I stay in Vegas, you kind of, you kind of put yourself in a, in a glass ceiling, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of put yourself in this idea that, you know, you're going to reach, you're going to, you're going to, you can do film, you could be in yeah. production. Like you can do mm-hmm. things in these, in these towns, but you're, you're kind of limiting yourself to what can be done and in NLA that that ceiling isn't really there. Yeah. Um, you, you can truly kind of make it what you want to be in the environment. In fact, kind of breeds that. And mm-hmm. in a way it's, it's nerve wracking because it's, it's kind of like going to the Super Bowl. You know, it's like this is it. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. like if, if if we don't do this, like if you know, like I, you know, you can't look too down on yourself. But like you know, you did give yourself the opportunity to go to the suit. you're in the Super Bowl. So, yeah. you know, to go win the you whole thing. Got the
1: thing. tickets? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the field, you're, right?
0: You're on the field, man. <laughs> you're ready to roll, and and it's 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 definitely important to to get you know uh, the work ethic um, rolling before you mm-hmm. go make that move. Um, because it, it can eat people alive too, you know, like it, it's definitely a, a thing that is out there and people have to realize that. that that's kind of the thing for me. Like I, um, I don't know. I, I not saying that I would never consider not moving to LA. It's just to me, I, there's things here that I feel like I, I want to accomplish first and work on before that move, like mm-hmm. when it happened and, and that's, you know, Hey, if, if there's anybody out there that's feeling the same way, that's validated also all, all of this, yeah. you know, these, these feelings towards, you know, because life is a lot, it, it throws a lot towards you Absolutely. and, you know, you have to sit back and be like, you know what, I, you got to make the decision that's best for you in that moment. And you do have mm-hmm. to think about yourself in the future as well.
1: Yeah. You so- also have to be very, very honest with yourself about uh, the sacrifices that you're willing to make. You know, it, 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 everyone's life is at such a different pace, you know, like uh, right out right. of college, my friends, they started working at Google. They, mm-hmm. you know, once started his own company and these are my best right. friends. So I'm comparing myself all the time because here I am, this broke out of work actor, want to be active, mm-hmm. you know? And then you get, you, you just have to do the work, but do it in a way that's not going to like right. burn you out. Right. Because, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I like I I, like I mentioned I was depressed last year and like those those waves don't go away. It's just you get better at you know, riding them out or, or or counteracting whatever's going going wrong. So happy that we could
0: we could catch up during uh this episode, just like in life in general, because yeah, my god This is
1: really, really pleasant. I can't believe we've been talking for like I know we've been recording for less time, but we've been on the phone for like two hours. Love it. Uh
0: looking forward uh now for uh yourself and, and the this the self-evaluation year of 2020 for most of us and, mm-hmm. and specifically for yourself. Um, going forward now that we're kind of seeing the the tiny light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, uh, you know, and give it to me. I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Over, let's go to a bar. I don't want to have a mask on. Breathe, breathe on me, please. Yeah, um, seriously.
1: Touch my hands, uh, please. It's been so long.
0: I need I need human <laughs> touch, please. The love of God. Um, but uh no, so that's not behind a mask, my God. It's insane. Um, but what are some of your goals moving forward now that we're kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel is it i mean you know amc the press junkets are starting to kind of you know everything's starting to kind of be like oh we should we could be within six feet like we can do this now you know like (laughs) what uh I've been up? so
1: lucky to to have. I, there's a company I'm working with right now called Hollywood First Look, and so mm-hmm. I get to do all the press junkets and stuff that I used to do for AMC through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to help building that brand. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to uh, you know I I doing some work for a website called Cinema Blend, and mm-hmm. um, the goal there is, to be more specific is not just to talk about entertainment or what's going on in pop culture, but I I want to have. I told you I wanted to stay creative this year. That is mm-hmm. true. I want to make things. I want to be I want to make my little short narratives and short films that I have, but I also want to make content that has a voice and I want a content mm. that has impact. Uh, I want to make content that has impact. So what that looks like for me is my experiences as a mixed Asian person how can I use that to resonate with a community Mm. Uh, what can I do with my voice and my resources to boost the signal of AAPI creators or black creators or LGBTQ creators you know what Mm -hmm. can I do that I'm not already doing Uh, so my my goal is to make content yes but to make content with an impact and and I'm going to call that a short or like uh, my year goal is to like mm-hmm. just be proud to look back and be like, all right, this resonated with someone. I already yeah. feel that those little moments where I get to, you know, I, I got to do the Mortal Kombat junket, which is really I'm so grateful for it because it was so good. I really like that. Yeah. Movie. Anyway. Um, yeah. The lead Asian lead lead man who's Asian. hmm. And he's, you know, he's, I believe he's Chinese American. His dad was mm-hmm. a stunt performer on the 1989 Batman. And so now wow. it's like kind of this full circle thing where it's like, there's a hero I wish I had growing up. I cannot mm. stress how much my life changed after Crazy Rich Asians. People started hiring me. They wanted. Wow. They wanted my face on their product because I was Asian. And it literally changed my life. The opportunities skyrocketed. And so I feel like I get to do my part when I'm, you know, sitting down with these celebrities and Louis Tan, the guy I just mentioned, and Mm. he gets to talk about his Asian American experience. Or when I get to ask, you know, the new Sub-Zero what it means to represent over 250 million people in Malaysia or Indonesia. You know what I mean? Right. What does that mean? What does that impact mean? Because I think those are the things I wish I knew more of. Because who do mm-hmm. we have who did i have as a hero growing up that was asian american first person to come to mind is like stuff like jet lee Li, dante basco you know what i mean mm-hmm. becky chan yeah. not even american those guys those last two weren't even american you right. know but now we're in this place where people that look like me or look like you are mm-hmm. leading movies or have the ability to tell these stories mm-hmm. you know we saw the big win for parasite this year but we also saw the hate that came after and it feels yeah. like every time we win as a community, we get, you know, struck down with some bullshit. Yeah, and we have to, it's two steps forward, one step back kind of situation, but it feels the other way around sometimes where it's one step yeah. forward, two steps back and we're always behind. But whether that's Steven Yeun finally getting nominated for something, you know, like for for a a role he deserved it in or getting to see creators that we know, you know, personally know, making feature films, you know, all Mm -hmm. over the world. It's it's our time. And I want to make content that allows people to embrace and embrace that and also feel empowered by it, because that's what I that's what I'm that's the fire in me right now, man, is Mm -hmm. to, to make some difference. I want to be funny, funny, happy, go lucky guy. But I also think there are stories that need to be told. And I feel like now, now is the time to tell them because people, whether or not it's temporary or just, just a, a fad, people are listening and Mm -hmm. we have to use their open ears with, to the best of our ability to tell the stories that are going to have the most impact. And so whether that's, asking you know going on a podcast and getting experts Mm -hmm. to talk about it or whether that's putting them on camera or talking to immigrants who've been in this country and you know in in hollywood and talk about all the pitfalls that that there are when you work out here as Mm -hmm. as an asian you know there's so many stories that need to be told so that's the goal is to be able to help others tell their stories as well as my own
0: Absolutely. Well, I, I think that, uh, as we, as we move forward through this, this year and, and into next year, I think that, um, you're definitely going to be able to do that. And I think there's going to be, uh, a lot of people who are, are moving forward with the idea of, of making sure that, that, uh, people's stories are being told and that they, yeah. they are being brought up to the light. And I'm happy that, that you're going to be on the, on the, on the cutting edge of that, man. And I look forward to everything that you're going to produce
1: oh man i appreciate that let's let, we're all hoping hoping wishing, yes. waiting that's absolutely it.
0: <laughs> and if not we'll just watch harrison ford order sushi <laughs> yeah now you know
1: everyone who's listening to this podcast knows the harrison ford oh ford. man you know what i mean that we should
0: yeah when we get sushi next time we just we should just say it's, the the harrison ford
1: and do it with the pauses <laughs> pause <laughs> sashito peppers pause and a nice Japanese beer.
0: A nice Japan. No, yeah, no, no Sapporo, no nothing. Just a nice it's Japanese. A beer. nice Japanese. A beer. nice Japanese beer.
1: And left it to the PA to I... decide. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like,
0: the PA has some taste, and Japanese yeah. beer is like, well, uh, Sapporo. Like, oh yeah, you like Coors Light? They had <laughs> Coors Light downstairs. Figured hope you're cool. With, hope you're cool with Bud. I'll see you <laughs> later. I'm sorry. And he's like Harris Moore's. Like
1: perfect. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I need to get out of this industry.